Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. This is your pilot, Joe Public. You're on board the public record for August 3rd, 2021. It's Tuesday night. I am here again on your airwaves, uh, on your web waves, on your interthingy, webby, stuffy, phony, wavy thing. Yeah. So it's funny, every uh, every week as I decide what I'm going to do for this show, I always have a different experience with it. And like sometimes it really comes easy to me. Like I just I just have ideas. I just go, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I, I come up with like, it's usually like an hour and 50 minutes or two hours worth of music. And then I have to, you know, make choices as, as we go along. And, um... And then there's sometimes where I'm just like, I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm doing at all. And I am just utterly winging it. Um, and it's, but it's rare when I've got an idea that I will find too much stuff. And that is totally what happened to me um, tonight. Uh, like I said, ordinarily I find like two hours worth of music. And I have to edit a little bit, and I make it through the end, and it's cool and everything. I found four and a half hours worth of music. There's no way I'm not going to do that. I would drop, I would fall over dead, plus I'm not doing that. That's not happening. Um, Two hours is enough of me. You've had enough of me at two hours. I've had enough of me at two hours, so... I'm not going to do four and a half hours worth of music, but I've got four hour, half hours worth of music, so one would hope I'm going to actually pull this together pretty successfully and pretty solidly and not going to have any duds. Um, and the word for tonight, the word, the word for tonight is epic, and then an epic starts like this. <laughs> Everything they say If you're cool 
Radio Nope.
That's Dawkin on the public record with Breaking the Chains. Um, I played that because the song before it is by Ghost. That's a song called Ritual. And Ghost is a band that I can start arguments with people about. I like them. Um, I'm kind of a big fan, but I've I've seen people make the face that they would ordinarily make if you put um, a very large turd right under their nose. And, um, so it's fun to sort of, you know, flick the ears of those folks and go, and they go, well, he doesn't even sound like a metal singer. I'm like, what? You mean like the dude in Dawkins <laughs> or Vince Neil, the dude in Dawkins. I'm really, why am I, why is my brain up? It's not in Dawkins, right? 
Like George Lynch was the guitar player. Don Dawkins was a singer, right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. So, um, or like Vince Neil or but like any number of those like kind of breathy, feminine sounding hair metal singers from the 80s. So there, ha, ghost is metal, ha, I don't care. Uh, before that, definitely metal with uh, Avenged Sevenfold and Hail to the King. And Maximum Metal, Probot, which was Dave Grohl's little solo project that he did. Because, you know, Dave Grohl's the guy who just like reaches into his pocket and pulls out, genius! And, you know, screw you, man, stop it. Stop it, just stop. But in this case, he did this record, this Probot record, and um and like just like recruited all of his heroes to be on it so he's got like king diamond um and uh and that track shake your blood that i started the show off with has got lemmy on it and there's none more metal none none zero or more metal than lemmy i'm joe public you're listening to the public record it is tuesday the third of august how did it get to be august like i feel like it was just March. I literally feel like it was just March. So I don't get it. I don't, I'm time, the passage of time. I don't. <sighs> the theme for tonight's show, and I've got a ton of stuff to pick from, so I'm probably going to keep my mouth shut a little bit more than normal, maybe, um, is epic. Because we've got some epic songs. And I figured if I'm going to do a, a show where the theme is epicness, I needed to play epic. Faith No More. Yeah. 
Understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is six hundred and sixty-six. I left alone. My mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? What I saw that night was real and not just fantasy Just what I saw in my old dreams Were the reflections of my woman staring back at me
love stuff that's funny and also rocks that's the metal by tenacious d um yeah i just uh, i i'm a late comer to the whole uh tenacious d thing um mainly because jack black annoys the crap out of me like he, he's one of those people like looking at him bugs me and and i don't know why like i just think he tries too hard and it's funny because he's really chal- talented um super super talented actor and musician even and he's he is funny as hell actually some of the stuff he's done um on tiktok uh since the pandemic started is funnier than anything else he's ever done so go look that up i am joe public you are listening to the public record here on tuesday night uh before tenacious d you heard iron maiden with the number of the beast which is you know kind of nth metal stuff megadeth symphony of destruction again epic and nth metal and faith no more with epic because this what we're doing tonight epic epicry we're doing epicry yeah (sighs) and maybe this is an excuse for me not to talk that much i've had a i've had a nutso couple of weeks work-wise just just maniacally crazy and weird and um yeah 
Today was actually fairly mellow, which is good, because if it hadn't been, there's no way I would be here right now. I would be, like, prone somewhere, staring at the ceiling and choking back tears or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Although I was looking at my company retirement website today, even though that's not going to happen. That's not happening anytime soon. <sighs> Sigh. What, what is one to do? I know. Play some Sabbath.
internet radio station has the guts to break all the rules of radio and put a plosive p at the end of their name radio nope
That's Queens of the Stone Age with You Think I Ain't Worth a Dollar, But I Feel Like a Millionaire. Uh, it's back from the era of the Queens of the Stone Age when Nick Oliveri was playing bass and got to sing every, well, I guess you can call it singing. <laughs> to scream. Uh, I like that song. And before that, Gajira with Flying Whales. I like onopneic songs. So an onop- onomatopoeia is a word that sounds like what it is. So fart is an onomatopoeia. Uh, burp, uh, crash, bang, um, plop. Those are, they're among my favorite words in the English language or any language because they do appear in other languages, but they're super common in English. And and I don't know if I'd become some sort of um, linguistics professor or researcher uh, like I had sort of intended to do when I graduated from college. Um, my intent was to go into grad school and do that stuff. If I'd done that, I think, you know, I, I could like see myself at this point in my life just like writing books about onomatopoeias and where they came from and why. So an onomatopoeic song is a song that kind of sounds like what it's called. And that song is called was called Flying Whales. It kind of sounded like flying whales. Really big whales just flying overhead. Yeah. Mastodon before that. Blood and Thunder and Black Sabbath with God is Dead. I like the to- the song title there. I like that song a lot. That's from the 13 album, the prob- what is probably the final Black Sabbath record ever. And way to go out, guys, by the way. But the 13 album, which is a fantastic record, I had very, very low expectations. And then I got the record and I listened to it over and over and over and over again. And then I actually, you know, paid a pile of money to go and see them. Um which was totally worth it. Absolutely, totally worth it. And because uh, they were great. Um, way to go out. Anyway, the song title is God is Dead. It ends with a question mark. So it's God is Dead. I like that. I like that. That's, that's, that's nifty. <laughs> I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope. Thanks for tuning in, if you have done so, or for listening on your favorite podcasting application out there in the podding world, because this stuff lands on the on the pods, on the pods of the casts. Yep. You don't have to tune in live to listen to me on Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific. I appreciate it if you do. If you got comments, you can go into the chat, www.radionope.com. You can go in there and, you know, call me names or whatever. Please don't call me names. I'm yeah not having a good week sort of not sort of not having a good week um yeah so there but this is fun this is a good thing to do this is a good way to like break it up and 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 feel a bit better so i i said at the top of the show i found way too much material for tonight's show just way too much um so what am I doing? I'm, I'm editing as I go. But one of the things I did when I re- when I was looking for stuff to play is I ran into all of these cover songs, these incredible cover songs. Some of them are not so incredible, but some incredible cover songs. And I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for people who do new versions of old songs and do something interesting or cool or fun with them. And um, I'm also a sucker for uh, the singer 
in this band, Corey Taylor. This is his band, Stone Sour, and this is Love Gun. <laughs>
noise and confusion Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion I was soaring ever higher But I flew too high Though my eyes can see I still was a blind man Though my mind can think I still was a man
of the thrash metal bands that came up in the late 80s and early 90s, I have always thought Anthrax were the guys who were just enjoying themselves the absolute most of anybody. They didn't have, like, big hits. Like, they never had, like, uh, Metallica-level success or any of that kind of stuff. But you know what? Doesn't matter. They still, uh, still, still go out and play. Still have fun. So, having fun. Making money. It's cool. For that, Fear Factory with their version of Cars. A band called Dope did a cover of Rebel Yell. And Stone Sour started us off with a cover of Kiss's Love Gun. The the tough thing on covering a Kiss song, like if you cover if you cover a song that Gene sang, it's that's actually not that tough. Because Gene just has he has this very, very um stable, steady delivery. He kind of sounds like Grover. I'm the king of the nighttime world. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, Gene Simmons would bunch me to death. <laughs> I heard that. That's a, that was a bad Grover. I'm, I'm losing my chops on those voices. Wow. I gotta practice. Or just admit that I'm old. I know, I don't know. I don't know which one I'm gonna do. Anyway. So Gene's got this sort of very, very, very specific delivery, and if you can match it or just sing in his range, you're cool. You're going to be fine. But Paul Stanley manages to be more enthusiastic about the dumbest things than most people have ever been about anything, right? I mean, like, you can go on YouTube. You can actually find somebody made an edit of all of Paul Stanley's stage banter from between songs from a whole bunch of kiss shows and it's like i want to say it's like two hours of him just going i'm so happy to be here wow and just it's 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 insane um i made it through like 15 minutes and then i never wanted to ever hear him talk again (laughs) but anyway so like one of the things that's cool about that stone sour cover of love gun is that Corey taylor manages to like sound like he's really into it He's very enthusiastic. Uh, so there you go. Maybe that's why it works. Plus, so there's this one theory about cover songs um, espoused by... Uh, I had originally was introduced to this by um, the singer from the Super Suckers, Eddie Spaghetti. Um, I saw Ed do uh, a, an acoustic set one time at a bar in Seattle when I was up there on a business trip. And, um, you know, I knew the band and I was like clued into what was going on. And I get this, Hey, you should go see Ed. He's doing, you're in Seattle and he's doing this thing at this bar. He's doing an acoustic one man show. And I went and he did some, it was great. It was fantastic. He's a fantastic performer. He's fun to watch. He's fun to listen to talk. And, um, it, he he said in the middle of it before as he was about to do the worst Judas Priest song in the world, uh, which is by the way Turbo Lover. Um, he said, "I have this theory about cover songs. If you're going to cover a band's song, you should cover their worst song, um, like a good song, but their worst execution. Because if you cover a song that was done badly in the first place, you can't help but improve on it." And I thought that was kind of funny, and then like. Two songs later, he does I Was Made For Loving You, which a lot of people consider to be the worst song Kiss ever did. I don't agree. But one of the things that's given about Kiss is is they there's a lot of phoning it in, 
that happen on their records. There's a lot of like lazy playing and stuff like that. And so if you get a bunch of good musicians together and they do a Kiss song, almost always going to sound better than the original. Almost always. But then, but you got to get that Paul Stanley enthusiasm, you know, if it's a Paul song. Anyway, I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. Thanks for tuning in. Um, wow. Yeah. Ah. I've only got like a half hour left. Cool. Um, I got more fun covers. Um, this one, though, is tinged with a little bit of sadness. This this song is this next song is a cover of ZZ, uh, ZZ Top Tune uh, that you will know immediately. Um, and Dusty Hill, the bass player for ZZ Top, passed away uh, late last week. Super bummer. 72 years old. Uh, not a lot has come out about it, but um, there is a little video of the last performance he did. Um, ZZ Top had just started a tour, uh, and he'd had to bail on the tour. Um, they'd said he, you know, he was going to take a break, uh, and their guitar tech was filling in for him to, to do those dates. And then he passed away. Um, but the clips I saw earlier today from the last show that he did with them looked pretty grim. He couldn't stand up. He had to be helped off the stage at the end of the show. It was kind of like, whoa, um, you know, my my heart goes out to his his friends and his family, um, and and that's it's just this thing of our of of uh, my generation and the boomers before us are just kind of sitting here watching as our um, rock and roll idols just drop one after another, and it's it's it can it's a little daunting and it's a little um, it's sobering. You know, um, it's hard to think of those folks that you watched on MTV or that you saw in concert um, or that you saw on the covers of magazines when you were a kid or put posters of up on your wall. It's hard to think of them as being um, at the end of their lives. And and so when, when they do pass, it's rough. It's like, I don't know. We didn't think of them. I mean, the funny part is, is for, for a lot of these folks, they were the same age as our parents, but we didn't think of them as that, you know, um, didn't ever occur to me that, you know, my, my dad was the same age as guys in the Beatles like that, that never occurred to me, um, growing up. I saw them as, you know, equals, peers, people that I could be like them one day. And I didn't really think of it in terms of I could be like one of these guys. And uh, when I get older, it was I'm going to be like them now. And then I'm just like going to walk up and, hey, I'm going to join Cheap Trick. Like Tom Peterson keeps quitting. I'm going to take his place. That was kind of my, <laughs> that was my idea. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they are, they are getting up there and so are we but dang it uh i'm shaking my fist at the sky right now there we go anyway i'm gonna get to this song because it's a, it's a pretty cool cover and i want to play it and i want to play more music uh so i have to stop talking so here you go and if i click the button right it plays <laughs> The fastest they can. The 
Actually, we do. Don't talk to me about rock and roll. I'm not there in the clubs and on the streets, and I'm living it. We are, too, in the clubs, on the streets, living it. And also streaming the best rock and roll music and rock and roll talk 24-7 on RadioNope.com. Oh, um, you were saying? I am rock and roll! And so are we. Rock and roll radio the way it's supposed to be. Radio Nope. We're all rock and rollers here.
there's something great about listening to somebody or listening to a band that's clearly having a good time playing one of their favorite songs. Um, that was Disturbed with Living After Midnight. It's a great song. The original is a great song, but the, like you can totally hear from the energy in that, that they're, they're digging it. For that, Overkill with Frankenstein. Pantera did Cat Scratch Fever. Might be the only time you'll ever hear me play Cat Scratch Fever. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> I needn't go into why. Uh, Chrome Division did Sharp Dressed Man before that. Oh my goodness, I need that cough button. Somebody needs to get me a cough button. Like, that's what you can, y'all can, like, take a collection for Christmas. Uh, I need an XLR connectable uh, cough button to just stick on my desk. So I push it so you don't have to listen to me belch or cough, sneeze, hiccup, you know, any fart, any of this stuff I'm going to do, right? I'm human. Like, you think, you, you, like, if you grew up listening to radio, and you spent hours and hours and hours listening to radio, and you never heard anybody do anything weird or foul on the air, it's because they had a cough button. I need one. The funny part is I could totally buy one for myself. I buy all kinds of dumb crap all the time, and I don't buy that. So there you go. That's, that's all you need to know about me. I am Joe Public. You are listening to The Public Record. I am probably going to just roll out with music here since I've only got like 14 minutes left. It's been fun. Thank you for tuning in. As always, uh, I have virtually enjoyed your company. Uh, and I hope to do so again in the near future. Um, now i got to figure out what to do with like the two and a half hours of material that I called together for this show. I, I could do I could do another one like this, but see now I've played the best stuff that I had. That's the bad part. See, that's the part where you look back and you go, uh. So it becomes like, so we were um uh this this these guys that I'm working on a, a recording project with. We we do Zoom calls almost every week to talk about status of where people are on their parts of the record, and we got into this total digression about um. Uh, the like how um see now now I've lost I've lost my train of it has to, my train of thought has totally derailed just now. I backpedaled, started to started to tell the story, backpedaled to explain why I was telling the story, and then forgot the story I was going to tell. That's cool. That's awesome. I need to sleep or something or yeah. Oh, by the way, I I I'm I, I'm not consuming. Um, adult beverages during the week anymore. I decided I was doing too much of that. I became one of them COVID drinkers, um, and that's not good for me. So I stopped. So now I now I fall asleep. Like basically, I I like sit down at like nine thirty at night and fall asleep. So there's that. It was disrupting my sleep too. So there's another reason to stop doing that. Ha! Huh. Interesting. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you being here. Um, hopefully be here. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Ha. I just reminded myself. How's that work? Um, Rolling Stones made three albums. Like the last three albums anybody gave a crap about were some girls, emotional rescue and, uh, tattoo you the backing tracks, the basic tracks for all three records were recorded basically in the same recording sessions back in 1976. And they made some girls, 
out of the best stuff they'd come up with. They, they like took the basic tracks and then finished them in the studio and that became Some Girls. Then like a year and a half later, they reconvened and took the second best set of stuff and finished those songs and that became Emotional Rescue. And then Some Girls was the the rest, basically, of what they had come up with. Or, or Tattoo You was the rest of it. And the funny part is that's the record that was the biggest hit, which then proves um, the Pete Townsend theory that the listeners, the consumers of music are not interested in quality. They don't care about quality. Quality does not matter to the listener. And therefore, as a musician, just do what you do and don't worry about whether people are going to like it. I think that was kind of his point. He's an arrogant prick, but he, he had a good point there. Anyway, I'm going to play music and let y'all go. Um, this song like rolled up in the midst of what I was listening to, and um, I'm not a huge Motley Crue fan, but and this is this song came about way late in their career, and I think is kind of the best thing they ever did. It's got this like really cool groovy intro. Thanks, folks. I'll see you some other time on uh, the airwaves.